Good morning once again, every one of you, Faith Joburg. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please make yourselves nice and comfortable. Take out the Word of God. Put away all distractions. Let's get ready for the Word of God. Amen. Well, if you don't mind, please um, excuse me. I'm coming to you live from my son's room, as you can see. Please forgive me. This is my son's and uh, daughter's room. Uh, I'm coming to you live from there, so please forgive me on that. I hope you don't mind. Please excuse me. Please open up your Bibles to the book of Joshua. Book of Joshua chapter 6. But before we go there, yes, if you did not hear in the intro, yes, we heard the president speaking, and yes, we will be opening up the church on the 4th. I will be meeting with the leaders today to discuss further and to finalize everything. But as the way, as it seems so far, Yes, we will be opening up the church on the 4th of October. Hallelujah. The church doors will be opening up. Praise the Lord. And we'll be getting back with following all COVID-19 ruling and protocol observed. Everything that we need to do, what is right, we will be doing. We'll be following by the law of the government. Amen. So, example, yes, there will be social distancing. The place will be completely sanitized. Everyone's temperature has to be taken before coming in. And uh, um, families will sit with families. So, your household, as you come in, you will sit with your family. You will leave with your family. Masks have to be worn at all times. At all times, only the singers, band members, and uh, the preacher, obviously, will be allowed to remove their masks when they on the stage. So, all of those observed... Praise God for that. We have now an opportunity to get back into church and to get back into normal lifestyle in church and to give God glory. I cannot wait to praise God with life, praise and worship. I don't know about you. I can't wait to see you face to face and for us to interact one with, the, with another, with each other, face to face. Please forgive me. I'm busting. Please forgive me. Face to face. And give God all the glory together in oneness. Get back into uh, what the word says about worshiping, praising God in oneness together. Amen. Never forsaking the assemblies of God. Never forsaking the church being together on a Sunday morning, which the Lord has, has ordained us. We get to do this because we can, because we want to, because we desire to, because we love to. That's why we do this. Not because we have to, but because we love to, because we want to. It is what grows us. Amen. So uh, the book of Joshua, chapter 6. I'm talking to you on a topic called Keep On Walking. Amen. But before that, let's recap once again of last week. Transformation. What does it mean, transformation? Are you being transformed to being an Autobot or are you conformed to be a Decepticon? Are you being conformed, conformed to be deceptive or are you being transformed to being an Autobot? A lot of us can pray the whole day. We can pray the whole day. We can speak in tongues. But unless we are being transformed by our minds being renewed. You see, transformation shows 
Transformation shows out. You will, you can see when someone is being transformed. We can pray the whole day, but we can still be conformed to being deceptive. We can still be deceptive in our ways, deceptive in our thoughts, deceptive is though in the way we come across. We can act like we love somebody, but yet we can hate them when we uh, when we behind closed doors. We can act like we just love giving, but in the background we can hate hate it and say I hate giving. I don't know why I'm helping all that person. I don't like it. We can be deceptive in ways, deceptive in ways, think, trying to act as if we are all for you. I'm trying to esteem you. I'm esteeming you higher than myself. But in the background, we are actually being deceptive and trying to work our way for our own gain, for our own pleasure. And we are actually being conformed to being deceptive. So transformation shows if you are being transformed by renewing your mind, it will always show. You can see when someone is being transformed. So just to quickly recap, if you missed last week's service, transformation. Are you being transformed by renewing your mind into an Autobot or are you being conformed in being deceptive? Think about it. Praise the Lord. Okay, keep on walking. Joshua chapter 6. We are going to look at verse 5, 7, 10, 14, 15, 16, and 20. Joshua chapter 6, verse 5. This is a story of uh, the destruction of Jericho. The walls of Jericho came tumbling down, as you all know the story. And this is a story of Joshua leading the Israelites into Jericho. Verse 5, it shall come to pass when they make a long blast with the ram's horn. And when you hear the sound of the trumpet, that all the people shall shout with a great shout, then the wall of the city will fall down flat. Please underline in that whole text, underline the word flat. Flat. Fall down flat. And the people shall go up every man straight before him. Verse 7. And he said to the people, Proceed and march around the city, and let him who is armed advance before the ark of the Lord. They carried with them the ark of the covenant. Verse 10. Now Joshua had commanded the people, saying, You shall not shout or make any noise with your voice, nor shall a word proceed out of your mouth. Look at your loved one next to you and tell them, shut your mouth. Mm, mm, mm. So so offensive. How can it be so offensive to me? If you listen carefully, sometimes when we are making so much of noise, if you listen carefully, you will literally hear the still small voice of the Holy Spirit telling you, shut your mouth. I am trying to do a work. I'm trying to do something. I'm trying to bless you. I'm trying to exceed you. I'm trying to excel you. I'm trying to give you a blessing. I'm trying to esteem you. I'm trying to give you that promotion. I'm trying to bless you with your children. But please shut your mouth and allow me to do my work. (coughs) Please shut your mouth and allow me to do my work. Look at your loved one next to you and tell them, please just shush. Please just shut your mouth. Nor shall a word proceed out of your mouth until the day I say to you, shout, then you shall shout. Verse 10 was a 
specific commandment that Joshua gave to the people. He told them, shut your mouth until I tell you to speak. Please be silent. Be quiet until I tell you to speak. But until that time, shut your mouth. Now look at your loved one again and tell them, hey baby, shut up. Sila, Sila, I'll wait till we get to the church and then you can throw your Bibles or your tablets or your iPhones, your iPads at me. That is fine. I will accept it. But this will still revolutionize. Sometimes we need to tell ourselves, you know what, just shut up. It is revolutionized. It is revolutionizing yourself. It is revolutionary. It is revolutionary. Thank you, Lord. When you tell yourself to shut up, you are transforming yourself. When you tell yourself to shut up, you it's revolutionary. You are revolutionizing your mind. You are transforming your mind. You are transforming your thinking, your ways. Sometimes we need to tell ourselves, hey, shut up. And when you tell yourself to shut up, you are literally taking a stop. You are taking a step back. You are getting ready for your comeback in the name of Jesus. I love the way Tim's story says, hey, when there's a setback, don't take a step back. Get ready for your comeback. In other words, when there's a setback, stop and wait. Stop moving. Just shut up. Just shut your mouth. Stop. Wait and wait for the Lord. Wait upon the Lord. Wait for him to move. Wait for him to do the work. Tell yourself right now, hey, shut up. Thank you, Lord. Verse 14, And the second day they marched around the city once and returned to the camp, so they did six days. But it came to pass on the seventh day that that they rose early about the dawning of the day and marched around the city seven times in the same manner. On that day only they marched around the city seven times. And the seventh day it happened when the priests blew the trumpets that Joshua said to the people, Shout, for the Lord has given you the city. Verse 20. So the people shouted when the priest blew the trumpets. And it happened when the people heard the sound of the trumpet. And the people shouted with a great shout that the wall fell down flat. Underline that word again. Flat. Then the people went up into the city. Every man straight before him. And they took the city. Hallelujah. Just like the Israelites kept on waiting. Some got tired of waiting. I can imagine how some of them started complaining. During those six days, they were complaining. You always get those that complain about what leadership says. You always get those that complain about everything what the pastor tells us. Who is he to tell us this? Why must he tell us? We question everything. We don't realize, wait a minute. That is the person that God ordained and placed there. And he, and he, and he put all of us in charge uh, placed all of us under his care how much god must we, must have respect and honor and appreciation and trust for that man or woman of god who are we to question what his authority says oh 
If we can just fathom that alone, we will be blessed. A lot of times we are not blessed. I'm going to say it as it is. We are not being blessed because we want to question everything leadership says. We want to question everything the pastor says or the pastor does. And we blaspheme against it. We come against it. We turn ourselves against it, not realizing But that is the one that God placed in charge over my life to pray for me in the morning, to be there for me in prayer, to search God for scriptures, for my blessing. God trusts that man so much. Why can't I? Come on, church. (coughs) Oh, if you didn't know, I'm preaching now. God trusts me so much for your life. I'm asking you this question. Why don't you? Hmm. If you don't, why don't you? I'm not saying you don't, but let me ask the question, why don't you? See, people started complaining. They started questioning. I can imagine they were questioning those six days. Joshua, what do you mean? Why must we do this? Six days walking around a wall in silence? (coughs) I mean, come on. Why must we walk around in silence? We want to take the city. You're telling us to walk around in silence. No, I can't wait anymore. I'm anxious. You see, this is how faith works. We have to wait upon God. I'm going to show you the scriptures now. We're going to wait upon God. We don't wait. We want to work anxious. We want an instant miracle, instant healing, instant deliverance, instant answer prayers. And God is saying, just wait. Not in your time, in my time. Wait upon me. Wait upon me. Don't... Don't allow me to, don't wait for me to work on your time. I have to work on my time. And we can't wait upon God. And the people started complaining. And complaining about what Joshua said. What their leader said. What their pastor said. Started complaining about what Joshua started giving them. Over six days, some got tired of waiting. Many texts in God's word instructs us to wait on God. To stand still, to be silent before him. Moses, Exodus chapter 14, verse 13, 14 speaks about it. Jehoshaphat, 2 Chronicles chapter 20, verse 15 and 17. Um, David, Psalm chapter 37, verse 7 to 8. Speaks about waiting upon God, standing still, being silent before him. I know you have a dream, a plan in your heart, and it doesn't work out the way you wanted it or the time you wanted it to work out. You have the promise in your heart. You have the faith for it to come to pass. But still nothing happens. You have this promise. You have the faith inside. Still nothing happens. <coughs> Sometimes when it doesn't happen the way we wanted it to. Or the time we wanted it to happen. It's not because you didn't have faith church. It's not because you didn't tick all the right boxes. It's not because you didn't answer all the right questions. And pass the test. It's not because you didn't score an A on that assignment. It's not because you didn't have faith. It's because God doesn't always perform miracles instantly. And He surely doesn't do them on our time. He does it on His time. He does it on His time. He doesn't do it on our time. Some miracles take a process. Some healings are a process. Some promises happen over time they don't just happen instantly god works in process god works in seasons god works in his time the miracle uh, is a process there's something called a waiting period 
It's something called a waiting period. Just because you don't see anything doesn't mean God isn't working. Hashtag that. State your stand. Come on, you know what to do. Just because you don't see anything doesn't mean God isn't working. Just before, just because you don't see anything doesn't mean God isn't working. The miracle is in the process. As you keep on praying, as you keep on believing, as you keep on trusting. You see, the Israelites walked in silence for six days. God gave them an assignment and God gave them a, an, a commandment and he told them, walk <coughs> in silence, walk in silence. They walked in silence for six days. The miracle is in the process. That miracle that happened on the seventh day would never have happened if they were not obedient for six days. There was a six-day cycle. There was a six-day process. There was a six-day season of obedience. God needed to see an obedience for six days to give them a miracle on the seventh day. How many of you can wait for six days, can wait for a season in silence for God to give you a miracle when it is in season, when it is in His timing, when it is in His appointed time in the name of Jesus? Can we wait for six days? Can we wait in silence in the right season, in the right moment, in the right time for God to bless in His time? Can we wait in our time for God to bless in His time? Oh, I'm preaching now. Can we wait in our time for God to bless in His time? There is a waiting process. How many times has God told us to walk in silence? To walk in silence. But because nothing happened on the third day, Nothing happened on the fifth day. We gave up and we decided to do it ourselves. And what happened? When we did it ourselves, it caused the problem even greater. <coughs> it caused the problem even greater. Or we just gave up and thought we didn't have enough faith. No, you had enough faith. You had enough faith. But we gave up too early. We gave up too early. We had enough faith. But we gave up too early. When we wanted a baby girl, we had to have faith. We had to have faith for a time, for a season. Waiting upon God for years, waiting upon God. There was a season, there was a process that God had to get me ready. God had to prepare me physically, spiritually, emotionally, mentally. He had to prepare me for a baby girl before Nariah came on. The lamp, the light of God. Before she came out into this world, there was a process I had to go through to be ready to receive a baby girl. There was a process of faith. You see, God was taking me a step higher and teaching me faith. Every step I took in my life, everything I desired, God took me through a process. Why? Because He was preparing me for this season to run faith Joburg. He was preparing me for this season to have the people of God under my wing for me to give you the word of God. God didn't, God didn't give me an answer immediately. He had to take me through a process because I'm teaching you, child. 
child. I'm teaching you, son. I'm teaching you faith. I'm nurturing you. I'm showing you what it is to stand upon me. I'm showing you what it is to wait upon me. I'm showing you what it is to be covered under my wing. I'm showing you what it is to wait upon me in silence. So when I bless you, you will fill with faith. I'm showing you how faith works so that you can preach out of your heart and preach of what you have already been living in the name of Jesus. I'm not giving you this message of faith just out of this world. I'm giving you out of my being, out of what I am living right now in the name of Jesus. I'm telling you, church, this is something that I had to wait upon God. He had to take me through a process before I desired the vehicle, before I desired the relationship, before I desired the right friends, before I desired the right house, before I desired a new house. There was a process of faith. He didn't just answer immediately. We think that miracle is immediate, immediate, immediate. There is a process, a waiting process, a waiting period that God had to take me through. Faith is a substance of what we're hoping for. What are you hoping for? Hope is a journey. Hope is something that happens every day. Hope is a journey. Hope is something that happens every day. What are you hoping for? You see, it's not just to have faith. It's the obedience in faith. It's not just to have faith. It's the obedience in faith. Hallelujah. Who am I preaching to this morning? Come on, church. I'm preaching, I'm preaching out of my heart. Come on, church. It's time for revolution. It's time for us being revolutionized. It's time for transformation. It's time that we're not being conformed to being deceptive all the time. We need to transform our minds, transform our thinking. We don't need to change and renew our thinking. You think God cannot answer your prayers? You think God cannot meet your need? Hey, we serve a big God. He is a big, big God that is seated on the throne. He is right up there, the only living God. He made heaven and earth and everything else in between it. You think He cannot answer your prayer? You think He cannot meet your need? It takes faith. It takes waiting. It takes obedience. It is simple. Greater works will we do in my name. So in the name of Jesus, wait upon God, church. <coughs> Hallelujah. I'm preaching to you from my heart this morning. I need you to be revolutionized. I need you to take this seriously and think to yourself, I'm tired of being where I am. I'm tired of not receiving. I'm tired of not getting. I'm tired of not being in the right relationship. I'm tired of not being in, 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 the, right, in the right company. I'm tired of receiving what I'm getting. I need a breakthrough. I need a breakthrough. I need a blessing. How long are you going to be praying for that breakthrough, for that blessing. Come on, church. It's time that we get radical, serious with God and serious with the Word of God. Serious with the Word of God. In the Old Testament, there was this widow whose husband dies and, and, and he left, left her in debt. The creditors were coming and they came to take, they were coming to take her two sons away to pray uh, for the debt, for, for payment, as payment. Here comes the prophet Elisha. He shows up and he asked her, What do you have in your house? And she says, Nothing except a small jar of oil. He tells her, Go out 
and borrow as many containers, empty containers as you can. And I can imagine how she must have complained and said, I don't need empty containers right now. I need full containers. An empty container is not going to help me. No one's going to buy an empty container. I need full containers. But he tells her, go out and she listened. And she did what he told her. You see, sometimes the things, listen very carefully, the things God asks us to do will not make any sense. It will not make any sense at all. Sometimes it's a test. If you obey, the miracle will follow. You're asking God to promote you. He says, get to work on time. Produce more than you have to. You want healing. He says, eat healthier. Exercise. Get more sleep. Stop fooling around. Stop drinking alcohol. Stop smoking. Get more healthier. You see, it doesn't have to make sense. You just have to do it. That's what faith is all about. And this widow went out knocking on each door. And everyone I can imagine, they must have, what do you want empty containers for? What is that going to do? Why does she want my empty container? Never mind, just, just give it to her. We don't need it anymore. Just give it to her. And she collected Knocking on each door, collecting empty containers. You have to make room for it when you don't see any sign of it. Hallelujah. Hashtag time. Status time. You have to make room for it when you don't see any sign of it. For the ones that write or type slow, I'm going to repeat myself. You have to make room for it when you don't see any sign of it. You have to make room for it when you don't see any sign of it. One of the most powerful, greatest statement of faith I have ever heard. You have to make room for it when you don't see any sign of it. Wow. You're on your way to the coast. You're on your way to Durban. You're going on a holiday. You cannot see the coast. You cannot see the ocean. It's a long drive. <coughs> you cannot see even one kilometer down. You cannot see what is at the ocean. You cannot even see if the beach still exists. You cannot even see the sand. But yet your boot is packed with everything you need for the beach. Yet all your swimming gear, your towels, your suntan lotion, your goggles, your snorkeling equipment, your swimming shorts, your speedos, your wetsuit, it's all in the boot on your way to Durban. You cannot see the ocean, but yet you prepared for the ocean. Oh my God. Thank you, Jesus. You cannot see the ocean. But yet you are prepared for the ocean. Church, this is what faith is. This is what faith is. Oh my God. Thank you, Jesus, for that revelation. Thank you, Lord. It doesn't have to make sense. That is what faith is all about. You have to make room for it when you don't see any sign of it. Elijah told her to pour a little oil into each of the containers. And she could have complained that, all I'm doing is pouring from one container to another. That is, I'm just transferring the oil. What is the point? And she began to 
pour. Instead of talking her way out of it, she just kept on pouring. What I'm saying? Instead of talking her way out of it, see, sometimes that God gives you a promise, God gives you an idea, God gives you a, a, a um a belief system god gives you something in your in your hand god gives you something in your spirit what's the first thing we do as human beings what's the first thing we do you see transformation transformation never take place yet so what's the first thing we do we look for every reason why it will not work we look for every reason why it should not work we look for every reason why it can't work we look for every reason what's going to go wrong with it instead of looking at the promise and have faith, being silent before you say, Lord, you've given me this promise in the name of Jesus. <coughs> Give me the faith and the wisdom how to receive this promise. This is the idea. This is the promise. This is what you have given me. Now, if you have given me this, give me the wisdom how to receive it. You've given me the idea. I have it in my spirit. Now to receive it in the natural, to get from the supernatural out to the natural, you see, transformed by the renewing of your mind, by the renewing of your mind. When the word comes out, now this word is in me. I want to see this word in a natural form because I am a natural body. In order for me to see it in a natural form, I have to have faith coming out of me. I have to have an idea. I need to have wisdom of how to get this out from, of me into the natural. And she kept on pouring and pouring. And it filled all of the containers. She sold it all. And she paid off the creditors. And she still had enough money to carry on her life, to live a life, and to be free in the name of Jesus. See, none of this would have happened if she was not willing to do something that didn't make sense. Well, my mind is still right now on that revelation of Durban. If, if there's anything you catch today, if you just catch that, if you just catch that, you have to make room for it when you don't see any sign of it. You have to make room for it when you don't see any sign of it. You cannot see the ocean, but you're prepared for the ocean. Thank you, Jesus. None of this would have happened if you were not willing to do something that didn't make any sense. Are you missing your miracle because you're trying to reason everything out? Are you missing your miracle because you're reasoning everything out? You're reasoning everything out. Are you, are, are you looking at it in the natural? Hey, God is supernatural. And He'll ask you to do things that, won't, that you won't even understand. Hey, peace goes beyond human understanding. The love of God that we're still trying to figure out. Joy that we cannot even explain. You are so hurt, but you still have joy. You cannot even explain it. A lot of you know what I'm talking about. We cannot explain the supernatural joy. We cannot explain the love of God that goes beyond any understanding. You cannot understand how can He go on the cross. You cannot understand how can He still give us so much of love. The, it was the same the, the, the same power that raised Christ from the dead lives inside of you and I. We cannot explain peace that goes beyond understanding. Come on, church. He is a supernatural God. And He's going to ask us to do things that we won't even understand. 
after Moses died, Joshua had to lead the people over to the promised land. <clears throat> Moses had one generation. It's just like when I when I listened, looked at this whole story, it just reminded me there was a generation that, that followed after my dad and the same generation was passed on to me. And in time, it's the, that generation's children that's going to follow after me and my wife. There was a generation that followed and there was a generation that's going to continue. There's a generation that has to be passed. It was Moses and Joshua. There was a people that followed after Mo- after Moses. If you study scripture, as time went by, it was the children of that generation that now were following uh, Joshua into the promised land. The generation that, that, that went from Egypt over the, the Israelites that went out of out of slavery of, on uh, from Egypt sorry I'm busting again from Egypt and they went across the Red Sea their generation their children are now following Joshua into the promised land study scripture now following Joshua into the promised land and they had to cross over the Jordan River two million people that had to cross over the Jordan River and I can imagine when they came there and Joshua standing there and just like his mentor, he put up his staff and he tried to part the Red Sea. And he's like, this is my first test to see if you would me. Please, God, please answer. And he put up his staff just like his mentor. And, and, he's, and he's trying, he's hitting the ground, he's trying. And the Jordan River did not part. Two million people. The word of the Lord says, as I was with Moses, I will be with you. God did not say everything I did for Moses, I'll do for you, Joshua. No, he said, as I was with Moses, I will be with you. I'm not going to do everything what I did for Moses. I'm going to do it for you. No, but I will be with you. The waters didn't part. So Joshua had a revelation. He put the priests right in front and he said, let's keep on walking. He put the priests right. And I can imagine Everyone was turning back and everyone was looking at him. And he put the priest right over there and said, keep on walking. <coughs> the priest must have looked and said, uh, this guy, Joshua, uh, crazy. And they didn't want to listen. And instruction, his instruction was, keep on walking. Keep on walking. And the people started complaining. and said, this is not going to work. Look at you. Our parents followed Moses. Moses just raised up his, his staff and the whole and the whole ocean parted. Look at this guy. No, man, Joshua, go back to the drawing board. Go back and go and study, please, again. You're too small. You're too little. You don't have the vision of God yet. You know what? Where, where is Moses? I wish Moses was still alive. And I wish Moses, the people started complaining. And his instruction was, keep on walking. You see, church, there will be people that will tell you to give up. There will be people that will tell you to turn back. There will be people that will tell you to stop doing, stop having a vision, stop having a dream, stop thinking that is possible. It is way past you. It is beyond you. You are just called to just live just like that. You are called just to believe just like that. You are called just to that home, just to that infrastructure, just to that company, (coughs) just to that job, just to that 
uh, education just to those children. That is what you call for mediocre. That is all what you call for. There are some others that are called to flourish and be high and mighty favored and highly favored by God. But you, no, no, there will be people that will tell you to stop your vision, to stop dreaming, to turn back, give it up, to stop. The priest got into the water. The priest got right to the water, sorry. And Joshua told him, keep on walking. And I can just imagine right at that last point, they must have just turned back and, and looked at him. Uh, okay, he's going to give up now. He's going to tell us to turn back and retreat now. And Joshua did not tell him a single thing. He just looked at him and he told him, keep on walking. The Bible says that the priest touched the water. And when their feet got wet, the waters started to push back. And all two million people walked across Jordan River on dry land, on dry ground. Miracles happen <clears throat> when there's obedience. God doesn't give you all the details. He doesn't give you all the answers. <clears throat> it may not happen like how it did for others. It may not happen like how it did for others. He may not bless you like how he blessed others. He may not bless you as quick as he did others. But just keep on walking, church. Just keep on walking. Your feet may have to get wet. You may have to get your feet wet sometimes. It might pain sometimes. It might hurt sometimes. But just keep on walking. Just keep on walking. God sees your obedience. He sees you believing, church, when you could have been discouraged. He hears you praising when you could have been complaining. Over this past five months, <clears throat> complaining about your work situation. Complaining, knowing what you're going through in your work situation. Knowing what you're going through in your home. Knowing what's happening with your finance. But still you got up every Sunday morning online in front of a TV screen. In front of your phone. Praising God. Praising God. God sees you praising when you could have been complaining. He sees you stretching when you could have been shrinking back. I believe church, you are about to walk into your healing. You are about to walk into your freedom. You are about to walk into a great spouse. Oh my God, you are about to walk into abundance in the name of Jesus. As you keep on walking, you're going to see God show up in your life. Keep on walking, church. Keep on walking. And on that seventh day, when Joshua said, Shout and praise the Lord, the walls came tumbling down. <coughs> and the Bible says, And when they fell, they fell flat on the ground twice the word of the Lord says when the walls came down they fell flat in other words they fell in a formation that formed a ramp for the people of Israel to walk on into the city you don't get what I'm talking about church the same thing there was a huge stumbling block in front of you, the same huge obstacle, the same huge burden, <coughs> the same huge problem, the same huge situation, the same irritation, the same frustration, the same thing you are praying for and crying out for, the same thing that was a huge stumbling block in front of you is going to be a stepping stone into your promised land. Who am I preaching to this morning? In the name of Jesus, 
that stumbling block, that huge stumbling block that was in front of you, that you had no control of. You walked around six days in silence, listening to the word of God, listening to his voice, being silent. You shut your mouth and you were being silent and listening to his voice. And on the seventh day, when God took you into a season of praise, you began to praise him. He took you into, into, into a season of a new idea, a new concept, into He took you into a new season of having wisdom of how to get those walls down and the stumbling block became a stepping stone into your promised land. The word of the Lord teaches us that as this wall, huge wall came down, it fell down flat. The reason why the Bible says it fell down flat is because it didn't just fall down. It still would have been an obstacle, but it fell flat. So now the Israelites could walk freely over that wall into the the promised land, into Jericho in the name of Jesus. I'm here to tell you this morning, start believing Don't stop believing. Don't stop trusting Him. It's a journey. Don't stop hoping. Keep on walking, church. Keep on walking. Keep on walking. We were walking in silence. The church was dead stone cold. It was absolutely quiet. It's full of dust all over. The church was quiet for five, six months. Now we're walking on back into church. Now we're walking on back in the name of Jesus. You see, there was a season of this this pandemic season God couldn't just heal it immediately there was a process there was a process that he had to take this earth into this process was just like Noah this process was just like what he went through with Moses getting the people out of slavery this was a process it happened over days weeks months getting the people out of slavery it happened over days Getting Noah to build the ark to go on to uh, uh, to fill the earth with an ocean to go onto the waters and wait for dry land. There was a process to the blessing. There was a process to the answer prayer. There is a process. Keep on walking. Keep on walking, church. Keep on walking. It might pain. It might hurt. It might be difficult. But keep on walking, church. Keep on walking. Don't give up. Keep on walking. The same thing that was a huge stumbling block in front of you is now going to be a stepping stone into your miracle. A stepping stone into your promised land in the name of Jesus. Come on, stand up to your feet in the name of Jesus. Stand up to your feet, everyone, where you are right now in your living room, in your home. Stand up to your feet. Come on. Stand up to your feet. In the name of Jesus, stand up to your feet. Stand up to your feet. Thank you, Lord. Stretch out your hands. Hold your loved one's hands. Hold your loved one's hands if you can, please. Come on. Get everybody together. Get all your children. Squeeze your children's ears if they're sitting on their phone and just sitting and and not listening. Squeeze their ears. Bring them up. Stand them up. Grab grab their loved one's hands. How desperate are you for a breakthrough, for a miracle, for what you're trusting God for? Come on. Stand up in the name of Jesus. Hold their hands. Throw their hands up. In the name of Jesus. Father, Father, in the name of Jesus. I pray as we wait upon you, as we trust in you, as we believe in you. I pray for breakthrough in the name of Jesus. I pray for a healing in the name of Jesus. I pray for breakthrough in the name of Jesus. As we trusting in you, I thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. That stumbling block over families is going to be a stepping stone in the name of Jesus. That stumbling block over families is going to be a stepping stone 
in the name of Jesus. Father, I give you the praise. We give you the glory. Throw your hands up. In the name of Jesus, we give you glory. We give you praise. We give you the honor. We thank you, Lord, for who you are. We thank you for your blessing and your favor upon your church. We thank you, Lord, for your healing, for your deliverance. We thank you, Lord. And we keep on walking. We keep on walking. We will keep on walking into our promised land. Church, in the name of Jesus, keep on walking into your promised land. In the name of Jesus, come on, pray in the Holy Ghost. Come on, everybody, pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Charge the atmosphere with the Spirit of God. Come on. There's a supernatural that has to come upon your natural. We're working it out too long in our natural. We're working it out. Come on, keep on praying the Holy Ghost. Keep on praying the Spirit. Keep on praying the Spirit. We're trying to work it out too long in the natural. Everything we're trying to work it out too long. God says, shut your mouth. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Shut your mouth. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Don't try to think it. Stop trying to think it. Stop trying to think it too much. Just be silent. Keep on walking. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Come on. In the name of Jesus. Keep on walking. In the name of Jesus, keep on walking. In the name of Jesus, don't give up. Keep on walking. Your breakthrough is around the corner. Your breakthrough is around the corner. Your breakthrough is in the next lane. Your breakthrough is coming forth. In the name of Jesus, what you've been praying for. I've been praying for that right spouse, that right relationship, for that finance, for that promotion. I'm praying for that blessing. I'm praying for that home. I'm praying for that house. I'm praying for that, that my car will stop breaking down. I need a new vehicle in the name of Jesus. Somebody's praying this right now in the name of Jesus. I pray for a miracle in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Somebody just reviews just receiving a breakthrough right now in the name of Jesus. Somebody just receiving a breakthrough, a red car in the name of you. Trusting God, you believing God in the name of Jesus. Supernaturally, you you receiving a red vehicle right now in the name of Jesus. Somebody is trusting God in the name of Jesus. I see a red vehicle in Jesus' name. In keep on praying the Holy Ghost. Come on, call Robert. I send in the name of Jesus. In the VW in the name. Of Jesus, I see a VW in the name of Je- a, red, a brand new red VW in the name of Jesus. Somebody's receiving that in the name of Jesus. Receive it right now in the name of Jesus. Receive that breakthrough right now in the name of Jesus. Father, I give you praise. Keep on praying the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Keep on praying the Holy Ghost. Come on, come on. Keep on praying the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus. Keep on praying the Holy Ghost. Kele brekele is somebody's right this your right ear. Keep on praying. Keep on praying the Holy Ghost. Your right ear is traumatizing pain at night when you sleep on it. You have to get up and you have to sit up in the whole night because that's how the pain is is so the um, it soothes the pain away when you sit up in the name of Jesus. I rebuke that in, in the name of Jesus. Just so, just gonna sm- somebody just wanna smack the devil across his head. Just wanna smack him a thunder smack in the name of Jesus. Keep on praying the Holy Ghost. <coughs> Keep on praying the Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I rebuke that pain. I rebuke that earache in the name of Jesus. I use a specific word. In- 
It's traumatizing because it traumatizes you the whole night. It, you, you sit up, you, you sweat the whole night. You are anxious. You have so much of anxiety the whole night. You sweat the whole night because of that pain. It traumatizes you. In the name of Jesus, I rebuke that pain. I smack it out in a thunder smack in the name of Jesus. Some of you need to get just radical in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Come on, keep on praying. Keep on praying in the name of Jesus. Keep on praying in the name of Jesus. Stop praying for that family. Stop praying for that family. In the name of Jesus. Hold your hold your own family's hands together. In the name of Jesus. There's a family that is that, that is traumatizing a fa- another family. In the name of Jesus. That family is... Stop, stop talking about what that family is doing to you. Stop talking about the negativity. Stop talking about the, and complaining about it and trying to attack it yourself. Grab your own loved one's hands and start praying the Holy Ghost. Through your prayer, that family will be transformed in the name of Jesus. God loves both of y'all the same way. God loves them as much as he loves you. In the name of Jesus, God loves them as well. In the name of Jesus, through your prayer, grab your own love. Stop worrying in the name of Rebra Sandebreke. In the name of Jesus. Stop concerning yourself and worrying about what they are doing. Stop praying yourself in the name of Jesus. Grab your own loved one's hands and pray in the Holy Ghost. Grab your loved one's hands and pray in the Holy Ghost. And through your prayer, God will transform their lives in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I give you praise. I give you praise. I give you praise. In the name of Jesus. I give you praise in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. There's a there's a young girl. God is answering your prayers. In the name of Jesus. God is answering your prayers for that right relationship. In the name of Jesus. In the name of God. Traumatizing you with relationships. God has been traumatizing you with wrong relationships in the name of Jesus. That right relationship I pray for in the name of Jesus. You are praying for that right relationship. You are, you are 24 years old. You are 24 years old. God is going to bless your relationship in the name of Jesus. Oh my God. God just gave me the name of that person. Oh my God. God just gave me the name of this young girl. Keep on praying. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. In the name of Jesus. In the name of... I'm speaking to you by the Spirit of God, church. A prophet of God is speaking over your life right now. Take heed to the word of the Lord. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Get serious with God. Pray in the Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus. Church, I'm telling you. I do not think about this the whole week. God is giving me this word right now in the name of Jesus. He is going to touch when the church doors are open. He is going to heal. He's going to deliver and restore and pour out breakthrough and blessings. Breakthrough upon your lives. So much so you will have to tell God to stop in the name of Jesus. God is not res- oh, thank you Lord. God is not restricted by the restrictions of COVID-19. In the name of Jesus. He, we don't need to lay hands on people to be healed in the name 
name of Jesus. Healing will be in the name of Jesus. The presence, the power of God is going to fall. I'm telling you this by the Spirit of God, church. When those church doors are open, run to church. Your breakthrough is God, God is going to meet with you. God is going to meet that breakthrough. God is going to meet with your need. He's going to pour blessings upon you. Church, take heed to the prophet of God. Take heed to what I'm saying. Start running to church when those church doors are open. God is going to start blessing, breakthrough in the anointing in the name of, oh my God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, a breakthrough, the blessings of God. In the name of Jesus, that young girl, start, start pouring out your, in the name of Jesus. Start pouring out yourself to Him and He will turn to you. Start pouring yourself to Him and He will start turning to you. He will turn to your belief. Calibra sal. He will turn to your belief. Thank you, Jesus. Father, I give you praise. Father, I give you praise. Father, I give you praise. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. God is pouring a breakthrough. He's pouring a breakthrough upon breakthrough. He's pouring a blessings upon blessing. God is going to break through, break forth, break out in the name of Jesus. He's going to smack the devil across his head. Oh my God, bless it. Breakthrough is going to be poured out. Church, take heed to what I'm saying in the name of Jesus. Father, I give you praise. Now stretch out your hand. Grab your loved one's hands. Come on, grab their hands in the name of Jesus. Take their hands. Grab them tight in the name of Jesus. Throw up your hands. Throw up your hands in the name of Jesus. Now keep your mouth quiet. Be quiet. Be quiet before him. Throw your hands up. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Breakthrough, Lord. Breakthrough. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, church, keep on walking. Keep on walking. Father, we give you all the praise for what you're doing. We give you the praise for what you're doing. Keep on walking. God is going to break through. God is going to break out his anointing upon your life. Keep on walking. Keep on believing. Keep on trusting in the name of Jesus. Have a blessed day. Have a blessed week in the name of Jesus. Well, there's so many blessings. There's so many blessings. God is running through my mind. I can't even mention it. Oh, my wow. God is going to break through. Church, I'm telling you, please take heed to what I'm, what I'm saying. God is going to break through an anointing upon your life. Please take heed to it. Keep on walking in Jesus' name. Keep on walking. Turn your life completely to Him. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Father, we give you praise. In the name of Jesus. Family of God, have a blessed day. Have a blessed week. In the name of Jesus. We will see you soon face to face. In Jesus' name. Thank you. Thank you.